All right, we have a great episode of Side Retire, the MLB podcast coming at you guys today. Coach from James Madison University, Michael Roberts, will be joining us on today's episode. So Henry, let's hit the intro music and we'll get right into this. Hello and welcome to this edition of Side Retired, the MLB podcast. It's Dylan Campione, joined alongside Henry Kalani, as always. And Henry, before we introduce our guest, how you doing? Doing great. You know, we're in the midst of the playoffs. We, got some, we had some crazy games last night. We should have a good one tonight with Phillies, Braves, and, you know, just loving the world that baseball's in right now. Love it. And of course, if you are a loyal listener of the podcast, if you listen to our recent episode with Coach Tanner Biagini, he recommended this. He recommended this familiar voice onto the podcast with you guys. So, the associate head coach of James Madison University, Michael Roberts, welcome to the show. And how you doing? Doing great, guys. How are y'all? Glad to be here. All good. Thanks so much for joining us. So, the first question we're going to ask you to sort of continue the train as sort of like a follow through from the last episode to this one is: How did you get to know Coach Biagini? How do your stories interact? And when was the last time you talked to Coach? Because we've had some episodes where someone will nominate a guest, and it'll be like two years since the last time they spoke and then yeah. some of you're like no I talked to him yesterday type of thing uh yeah so I met Tanner he was a high school senior he came on a visit to VMI and I was his like student host at at VMI and so we we just hit it off immediately and we've stayed in touch uh, the last time I talked to him was last week um so we we stay in touch pretty like often um and, and sometimes I'll go a couple of weeks without hearing from him but I you know I try to reach out and, and see what's up so known for a long time (laughs) absolutely and and as you as we said before you're now the associate head coach at jmu but you talked about it like this started with you being a player right we know that you played a couple years in pro ball take us through your your baseball journey as a player and how that led you to coaching uh so i started you know coming out of high school my dad was my high school coach um, so, and he was, I mean, he won like three, over 300 games in high school, which is pretty good for a high school coach. Um, and then he, you know, so I was always, always around it, um, always at practices growing up and then getting into it. Uh, once I, you know, I played at VMI, got a chance to play professionally for a few years with the Brewers. And then uh, my last couple of years in, in pro ball, I did like a player coach deal. Um, just you know, like I wasn't playing all the time. So I was like, well, I, was, I wanted to coach and they knew that. Um, so they let me do that. Uh, and then as soon as I got released, started coaching, like I called Ike, Coach Eichenberry, and uh, was able to get the, the volunteer assistant job at, at VMI that next, I guess, year start. And then uh, did that and did that for two years and then went to, to UVA as like the coordinator of video and scouting and was there for a while and then got totally out of baseball. I went and did firefighting, um, firefighting EMT. And um, I actually saw one of the coaches, uh, Coach Kirby is a good friend of mine from UVA. Saw him um, at a concert and we started talking and I was like, dude, if you ever need help, like (laughs) at UVA, like I can, I'll help you, like whatever you need. I only work 10 days a month, right, in fire. And so they uh, call me and, Coach O'Connor called me like a week before the 2022 season. And uh, I was like, hey, do you want to do this? Like, this is what he got. I'm like, well, I can't come all the time. Like, 
He's like, no, no, it's fine. Whatever. You come when you want. So, okay. So started helping out. And then by the end of that season, like it was, it was pretty apparent, like this is like where I'm supposed to be. And then was able to, you know, that summer got the job here at, at Madison. So it's uh-huh. been, it's been crazy. Like three year span here. Like, Absolutely. So. And then one of the interesting things you just mentioned, though, because nobody that we've ever had on the podcast has mentioned the words player coach and that you did yeah. both at the same time. We've had people who have played. We've had people who have coached. And obviously you have both of those in your backgrounds. But you yeah. just mentioned there's a year or two in there where you actually did both at the same time. What is that experience like? Are you sort of managing both and that you have to think about the team, but you're also still training individually? So what's that whole experience and process like for you? Uh, well, it was good because like I, I was able to like see both sides of it. Right. Um, and, you know, it's a tough it's a tough pill to swallow because your playing career is coming to an end. Um, and I knew that. And so they they approached me. The Brewers, uh, you know, the manager was like, hey, why don't you do this? Like, you're not going to be playing a ton. So why don't you you know, you want to coach? And I did. And uh, he was like, well, why don't you just learn how to do this? Like and we can kind of teach you. So like. I'd just be around and help out, like throw BP if I, you know, flips, things like that. Um, anytime like they needed anything, essentially, uh, I would help out with. So it was a good like transition, right, from playing into like seeing the professional side of it, um, and and the business side of it, and and it, it kind of it really did like it helped me a lot, like moving into becoming a full time coach, right. So it was, it was wild. And yeah, so but then then obviously you move into college coaching after after some time at BMI. You first your first stop is at UVA, where you happen to be there in 2015. Obviously, a big year for UVA baseball, and and then you eventually move on to JMU. So, what was first that time at UVA like during that great time for Virginia baseball? But then also then what made you decide to move on to come to JMU? Uh, so like that whole experience at Virginia is like something that like, I don't take for granted. Right. Uh, getting to work with like coach O'Connor, coach McMullen, uh, coach Kirby, coach Kuhn at the time, he's at Charleston Southern now. Um, but getting to work with those guys, like on a daily, like day to day. So like, they've done so much like for my career. Right. Um, and seeing that process like that, of skill development over like a, a one or two year span. Um, and then getting to share like the 2015 season, uh, like winning a national title and uh, like experiencing that. Like I remember uh, going out for the opening ceremony. They did opening ceremonies at the time. I don't think they do it anymore in Omaha. And I remember being in the tunnel. I looked at Coach O'Connor and was like, there's coaches that wait like their entire lives just to like see if they get close to this. Right. And I was able to, uh, you know, experience that. And then to, to be fortunate enough to like, be a part of like a national title winning team um, is really something like, I, I mean, obviously it's a highlight of my professional career um, and, and will always be right. Um, and then, you know, making that decision to leave baseball, I just really felt like I needed uh, a different like skill set, like a, a different experience, right. All my, my professional experience was in, in baseball um, and then going into firefighting and where like, um, you know, you, you don't know what you're going to see on a day-to-day basis. Like, and, uh, it was like a master's class and dealing with like mental health and stress. And it, I've, I actually relied on the, the firefighting side and the things that I learned. I rely on that a lot in my day-to-day, uh, work here with our players. 
um, just caring for them and trying to be with them um, and then help them navigate their, their, you know, college careers. Right. So I, I really needed that. Um, and then getting back into baseball, like uh, the, the itch was always there, like, and I always loved baseball. Um, but, you know, the, the timing, like the timing in this, in this occupation, like everything's timing. Right. Uh, and so, it's just crazy how like it, you know, I, I started helping back out with UVA and then literally within a year, um, there's a job open here and like told my wife and she was all about it. So we, you know, here we are. <laughs> Absolutely. And then one of those other questions, and I know it's a very corny one, but I know this is asked on all players and coaches, but the whole like why JMU question. And so say there's a high schooler out there that's listening right now to the podcast and wants to play college baseball. So not sort of like, a pitch, I guess, for JMU, but sort of what drew you, because you just mentioned you were at a really good spot in UVA, and then you were like, you know what, there's a great opportunity there at JMU, I want to pounce on it. What was sort of, was it like an initial meeting with the coaches? Was it seeing the campus? But what was that thing that was like, I see this um, opportunity, I really want it? Yeah, so I had never been here, uh, and so I came up one fall, like when I wasn't, I wasn't at UVA, then I came up, and I, like, Coach Eikenberry took me around and I saw like the facilities and I saw all of the things um, that JMU had to offer. Like the school is, I mean, essentially like brand new. All the buildings are brand new. Um, it's not, it's been around for forever, but everything's really nice. Um, and just looking at where like the location um, is easy to get to, it's right off I-81 um, here in the Shenandoah Valley in Virginia. Um, it's easy to get to like it's in a really good competitive conference, like a top five conference in the country in the Sun Belt. Um, so I thought all the pieces, right, they've had success in football. Um, all the pieces are were there, right, to have like sustained success um, here. It just, you know, I wanted to be a part of that. Right. Um, the, the foundation was kind of had, had been laid. And now I'm trying to capitalize on that. I thought that there was a a, a very good chance like uh, to have sustained success here. Um, and that was like the biggest thing for me. Like it's a good place to live. It's a good place to, to be. Um, and it's a good place. Like you know, the success in all the sports here um, has been pretty, pretty well documented. And I wanted to be a part of that for the baseball side of it too. Yeah. And as you said, the Sun Belt is seriously no joke when it comes to, especially baseball, but um but what would you say to a high schooler, right? A high school junior, maybe even a high school senior who is trying to get recruited by JMU or like one of these other major division one programs mm -hmm. who's trying to put their name out there, who's trying to get some looks. What would you say to them? How should they be carrying themselves? What actions should they be taking to get the looks to showcase their talent? Uh, I, I think certainly like, um, you know, people always go back to like how you, you interact, right? Like how you arrive to the field. Um, whenever you get to somewhere, like you're immediately on notice, right? Like people are watching you, whether you want to admit it or not, like they're going to watch everything that you do. Um, I th so I think like how you arrive to the field, like, are you, are you early? Or are you like scrambling to get there? Um, one thing that I like to, to look at a lot is like how they interact with their peers and then how they interact with their parents, right? Um, because that's going to tell me more about them than how like my five minute conversation with them, where they know, where they know, like they're on, you know, being evaluated essentially. Um, so 
when they're relaxed and they don't don't really realize that like that's when it's you know that's when i try to to read how they truly are um going to camps and and things like that and putting yourself onto like into the best like tournaments that you can um where people are going to be there and you play really good competition i think is such a valuable tool and that's one of those things that's changed right because now there is a lot more competition and access to that um and i think all of those are good ways to get seen and get into you know, getting into the college process. Absolutely. And then thinking about your future, do you think if you've had that experience in Major League Baseball as a player and then technically as a player coach, and then as well, now that you've fully delved into the college world, do you think 10 years from now, are you still at JMU? Are you looking to go back into Major League Baseball? Or is it like, you know what, I'm settling into this college world and I actually really like this a lot more than Major League Baseball? I, I like the college, the college world, right? Um, especially playing like down in the deep South, like in the Sun Belt, like there it's the college baseball is it like, uh, and you don't realize it quite what it means to everybody until you get down there. And, uh, you, you see it like on a, on a weekend basis. Right. Uh, and I think like, I, I just really enjoy the college game. I like all that it has to offer. Um, and it's an exciting time with the, the transition into the, uh, the name and image likeness and, and things like that. Like it's a, it's a huge transition uh, for this sport, but uh, you know, college baseball's ratings are through the roof. Um, and, and I think it's, it's growing at a rate that's it. It's, it's pretty good. It's, it's, it's as important as up. It's in a good, it's positive place. Right. Um, so I, I don't see like if the right opportunity, right. For in professional baseball came along, I, I'd have to definitely like look into it, but you know, I, I really enjoy the college game a lot. And I mean, yeah, so Dylan, if you want to go back, go into rapid fire now, you can introduce it. But I, so what we usually do is for every guest that we have, we have three rapid fire questions meant for three outs and then the side is retired. Your interview is complete. So Dylan, if you want to ask the first one. Absolutely. Well, I was going to get into that, but the first thing before I got into that, since you just mentioned the word fire, I was fascinated by when you mentioned that you were a firefighter. How did that of like was that the always in the back of your mind did you know that that was in your future of baseball wasn't or uh, like how did that happen no so like it, it just kind of came about like i just started looking up like uh jobs that like serve others uh like mi- maybe military and, and and some of that's probably my background being at a military college right um but how, how i could serve others and and that's a major part of my life like um trying to help other people and so I started looking into that. My wife was like, Hey, you should look at firefighting. I was like, no way, like <laughs> no chance I'm doing that. And, uh, so I, I did look at it obviously. And I was like, okay, there's some pretty like wild stuff. Like you could repel off a building. Like you could, uh, you know, you could, you know, go into a burning building, uh, which like sounds insane to the, like most people, but like once you've, you've done it, it's like, all right, whatever. Um, and so like, I, I just looked into it and I, I just liked it and uh, started applying. I didn't know like the hiring process was like as intense. Like if on the outside, you feel like all right, firefighting, like anybody can do it. And then they're like, no, well, they only hire like five people out of 600. And it's like, oh, like, okay. <laughs> and uh, so I started applying. I applied to a few, three different spots and uh, ended up getting hired at in Henrico County, which is right outside of uh, Richmond here. Um, so 
it was it was that was a, a really good experience for me um I, I i learned like how lucky i was and the things like growing up that i had and then um again like serving others like the importance of that and the importance of uh, our you know our public servants i love it thank you for our for your service oh uh, yeah Absolutely. So, so as Henry did just mention, we have our three fun rapid fire questions to throw at you. And the first one, you kind of hinted at your answer to it, but I guess we can go more in detail here. And that is your favorite moment of your baseball career. It could be from the playing side, could be the coaching side, or as you mentioned, it's winning that championship with you. All right. So favorite moment I was in, it was my first professional at bat. I was in Missoula, Montana. Okay. Get up to the plate. Hadn't hit in like a month and a half. Uh, Cause I was like, it just wasn't cleared in the draft and everything. Um, so I'm like, guys on third base. I'm like, I'm just going to hit a like sack fly, get a ribby, you know, first day. <laughs> so end up hitting an oppo taco on the first pitch of my professional career. So that's <laughs> probably one of my favorite moments. Pretty wild. I love it. That's sick. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and for a second one, we ask, ask every guest this, but obviously with you having played pro ball, what was your walk-up song? And if you were to change it now as a coach, what would it be now? Uh, it was The Dip. <laughs> the 90s song, The Dip. You'll have to you'll have to lead with it here in another, <laughs> another podcast. Yeah. Um, right now, you know, I would probably keep it the same. Like, why, why change? I like Maybe it. I should have changed. I would have hit better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we can know is Henry, as soon as we post on Instagram tomorrow with the yeah, story, yeah. that's now the background music playing. Yeah, that'll be wild. That's sick. <laughs> Absolutely. And then the third question, you might have seen this one coming, but at the end of our interview with Coach Biagini, we said, who would you like to shout out next to be the next guest on the podcast? And he graciously gifted us your name. So if you'd like to continue the trend of shouting out someone from your baseball journey to be the next guest on the podcast. Oh, Matt Kirby at UVA. I love it. Absolutely. We uh, you got to get hundred <laughs> Well, We really appreciate you hopping on the podcast with us today. This was an absolute blast. I know you've got a busy schedule preparing for your fall season, and we really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to talk to us. Yeah. yeah thanks thank you so guys much. for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Perfect. Thank you so much. So for Dylan, Henry and coach until the next time, the side is retired. <laughs>